Welcome to Women on the Line, Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs Program, produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast on the Community Radio Network. I'm Emma Hart. Tipping those gender scales in favour of women, you kind of don't realise what that feels like until it actually happens, how much anxiety there is there for you at a show that is primarily men, especially punk shows and that kind of thing. You know, I just think it's not acceptable anymore to go to a punk show and feel unsafe. This episode of Women on the Line will bring you sounds and interviews from Rack Off, a feminist music festival that took place on the 5th of March at the Tote Hotel in Fitzroy, Melbourne, as a fundraiser for YWCA Victoria. All 15 of the bands and artists who played the festival were made up of women and or people who are gender non-conforming, or significantly featured women or gender non-conforming people as members. We'll be bringing you interviews with people who attended, performed at and did sound for the festival. And it's worth noting that this is also more of a personal episode than usual for me, in that as well as managing to speak to the many women and gender non-conforming musicians and friends I've been lucky enough to meet since moving to Melbourne and becoming involved in the music community a couple of years ago, I was also one of the performers. Listeners should be aware that this episode of Women on the Line contains incidental discussion of sexual assault. Here's Joanna Nielsen, the organiser of the show and also my bandmate, talking about why she put on Rack Off. I work for YWCA Victoria. I'm the engagement officer there, which means I put together events, uh, work on membership and work with the community on a grassroots level on issues that are important to the Y and spread the message of what we do throughout the community. Mm. So we're the largest women's organisation in the world. Uh, We're present in over 120 countries. In Victoria, we've been here since the early 1880s, which is a super long time. Mm. We originally had Christian roots, which is what the C stands for, but we're secular and extremely feminist in Australia, which is awesome. We have a variety of programs um, and things that we do here. Primarily, we house marginalised and at-risk women, a bit under 250 women, so we're the largest provider of uh, medium to long-term housing in Victoria. Um, And those housing properties that we have are primarily boarding houses for women at the moment, and they provide a super safe and community-orientated space for women to live in and communicate and socialise with other women in, which mm-hmm. is really important, especially when they come from problematic and um, risky backgrounds. It's a really great opportunity for them to grow and feel safe. Also, we provide childcare for migrant women learning English and programs such as a sister, which is a big sister, little sister program that works with young girls from the foster system amongst other things. We also advocate for women's issues Australia and statewide, um, including the Abortion Act, which we had a lot to do with getting through, which was fantastic. Hi, I'm Zoe, um, and I've got a label called Un Empire. Mm -hmm. And what has brought you to Rackoff today? Um, I had a ticket already to come and hang out with some powerful lady friends of mine, but then I got asked to do a market here. So, yeah, I'm doing a market here. And I feel like maybe you come to the toad a bit. Does it feel a bit different today? Definitely. Um, It's definitely usually uh, more boys than girls. And, yeah, boys are few and far between today. Do you feel like 
as sort of a branch of feminist organizing, these kinds of spaces are on the rise? Like, how do you...? I, I feel definitely like feminism has become like a really prevalent thing um, the last probably 18 months or so, like, which is really, really awesome. Like, it's, it's coming to the forefront of everybody's mentality, I guess, as opposed to just being a, a kind of niche underground kind of movement. Yeah, psyched to be able to be a part of it. I really wanted to put on this festival because I see such power within our community with women and non-binary people um, playing music. I think that it's really important to fortify that power in the music community in Melbourne, which is why I decided to do this festival. It was extremely overwhelming because we had 15 bands playing, um, bands such as Beaches, Holy Balm, Lucy Cliche, and a bunch of others who all volunteered their time for free, which was amazing. And we're using the profits to fund our women's housing program, as well as a lot of the future developments that we're working on at the moment, specifically women's refuge programs. Um, for women and their children and their pets escaping domestic violence. So all of the women that donated their time were working towards that goal with me and I really felt a huge sense of love and community and support from them and I think everyone else did that was there at the event too. We made a special effort to put on markets and you know a beauty bar and that kind of thing which sounds trivial in a way but it's I feel like it's really important to support women and their endeavors and when all of these things come together in one place it's such a beautiful thing to see all these women supporting each other um, playing together having a really good time and you know as I said before the support the community vibe there and the love all these women obviously felt towards each other on the day mm. was just completely and utterly overwhelming. And mm. I wish it could be like that all the time, every weekend. Uh, my name is Jasmine and I'm Phoebe and uh, as well as the stand of amazing merch we're standing in front of today you're also a musical outfit I understand. Yes we play in pleasure symbols. <laughs> <laughs> and you're from Brisbane and I'm really excited to see you play. Um, so you've come all the way down from Queensland. Do you do you feel like today is a bit of a special event in terms of being such a femme and women-centric space? Absolutely. It's such an incredibly supportive environment tonight. The vibe is incredible. Everyone looks great and is feeling really great. And it's, yeah, it's just an incredible environment. It is very different to most shows. Do you, do you feel it's different playing when there's lots of women in the room? I, I feel like it's more inclusive when you play and it's probably, I don't know, better vibe. People can relax more, I think, than in male-orientated spaces. It's a safer place for women. Um, we played last year as well and I think 
It got wild. <laughs> it, it did get wild last year. It was fantastic. Like, I think everyone kind of lets their hair down a little bit more in, in events like this. Like, yeah. you don't, there's no shyness. Better outfits, I think. Better outfits, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think everyone's been planning their outfits for a week, which has been fantastic. But, but like, more seriously, I think that the shyness level, like there's this idea that you have to behave in a certain way at a gig and I don't know how much that has to do with, you know, like the representation, but I've found that people are behaving more naturally and, you know, are more open about their reactions to bands. Like Two Steps in the Water just finished playing and I saw like four or five people coming out crying, like actually crying. I've got goosebumps just thinking about it, but like people were actually crying and having like really open emotional reactions and I know maybe maybe it has a lot to do with the you know the equal representation or, or like yeah it's it's fantastic. When people bump into you, they apologise at these events as well. what she thought might come out of the festival in future. I'll be doing it every year, hopefully, and we'll grow it and grow it and grow it. So I'm hoping that by booking this type of festival, it shows other women that they can get on stage um, and express themselves in a really positive way that makes change and creates a safe space and a bigger community. But also that, you know, you can book these types of events and they work. As you and me both know, there's been problems with all male heterosexual, cis male lineups in terms of music and that kind of thing. And there's no excuse for that anymore because lineups like this work and everyone enjoys them and has a great time. So there's absolutely no excuse. Mm. I could do three days of this festival easily. The talent's just so huge. Okay, so I've, I've hassled you into this corner to talk to you. You've just arrived off the stage. Could you introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Alicia. I am Jackie. I'm Katie. And collectively, uh, minus one member, Gus, you are deep heat. Is it, does the tote feel a bit different tonight? You play here all the time. I guess it's pretty different just because there's stuff happening sort of back to back on all, there's three different sections of, of music happening here at the tote and it's sort of sensory overload in a good kind of way. Does it feel different to play to a room full of women or an overtly feminist show? I feel like it's definitely different, like, and you don't even really notice it until you're in a space full of women, how that dynamic changes. Um, And I definitely feel a hell of a lot more comfortable and uh, it feels a lot more uplifting to watch a whole bunch of women bands. Definitely. In terms of the way you write songs, I mean, do you feel like you write for yourselves or do you write for like particular audience of listeners, women listeners? 
Well, I mean, I write the drums, so essentially I write for the people writing the music, which is Alicia, Jackie and Gus. So that's who I write for. That just sounds like a cop-out. Uh, I, I like the wagon on which she's rolling and elect to jump on. I to play the bass mainly to the songs that Alicia and Gus write in this band, I would say. They, I mean, both of them bring songs to practice and me and Katie kind of provide structure and um, coherence, I guess, if we flatter ourselves a little bit to the mixture of, like, you know, you've got two sort of different singer-songwriters bringing almost complete packages to practice at this point. I just wait for everyone to say whether or not it's a good enough song. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely that horrifying quality control moment after you've made, made the thing. Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line. This week on the show, we're bringing you sounds and interviews from Rack Off, a feminist music festival that recently took place at the Tote in Fitzroy, Melbourne, to raise money for YWCA Victoria. play in a fabulous band that I saw the other night. You did, yes. Um, yeah, I play in Sky Needle. Mm. I really enjoyed your set. Uh, I, w- I wish your band was playing tonight, but I, oh. do, you, do you find it's different when you're playing to audiences with lots of women? Or, I mean, does that change the way you play? Or? Oh. Um, maybe it's a bit of a silly question. Well, it's, it's not. Um, uh, I, w- I wish we had the opportunity to do so more. I mean, because we specialise to more of a... We cater to a more punk but slash predominantly experimental scene mm. so we get a heavy mask audience and I often find that to be like a little bit uncomfortable personally but yeah, um, yeah. I don't know that's about it like yeah I mean I suppose you definitely get used to playing in the spaces you normally play and so yeah. for me playing tonight it, it felt like a treat you know like yeah and what that means I think um, playing the other night of like having like a bit more of a diverse audience and, and being able to facilitate that like offers you um, extra comfort and <laughs> oh my god uh, we've just been joined by my friend Takia hi Takia hi, hi. Uh, so this is women on the line for 3CR <laughs> we're here at Rack Off um, we're having a chat outside the toots uh, why have you come here tonight Takia 
Well, I came here to see you and NB and the obvious reason of the, you know, the purpose of the fundraiser. Yeah. I think it's really important. Do you feel it's a bit different being at the Toot when the, um, it's more political, I suppose, here tonight? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think having a political purpose brings out people with different intentions and changes the audience and it changes the yeah the intention and it changes the whole entire energy of the night yeah which makes it better definitely better yeah I think energy is a really good word like it's fun proper fun here tonight I'm Tessa, I play bass in the band Masses. And I'm Nelly, and I play synth and I sing. Does playing in a space like this feel a bit different to normal tote? I mean, tonight feels different to me than, say, a, a deep punk space. Yeah, like it's definitely less people who would have actually heard of us before, but it's quite nice to like have people that are stoked without having like had any prior knowledge of you, so that was a really good thing. And also, yes, safe, nice so many more women <laughs> than most punk shows at all so that's yeah. a plus um i kind of was in such a daze and like running around all morning that i got here and i set up and i was hanging around and then um someone came up to me and they're like how do you feel about the tote right now and i was just like uh what is, is there a drink special on like what's going on <laughs> and then i kind of looked around and just because i was sitting during the distro in the stall area and i was like i think i see a dude like maybe back in the background somewhere yeah, yeah, and i was yeah. just like sick oh. ladies and like just before tessa said to me like it smells kind of like okay tonight. <laughs> it does smell different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It smells different. Like, less bad. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, like I always have the, particularly at pubs, but also like other punk gigs, I, or, or really any live music thing, you always have that guard up of someone going to group me, something bad yeah. going to happen, and yeah. it just doesn't appear to be here tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like... The other reason tonight's really nice is because I feel like there's actually a really strong community of women punks, especially in Melbourne, but um, yeah, just musicians more broadly. I reckon that um, like bands in Melbourne with women and like non-cis male representation is getting better all the time, but still, I went to a show last night, three bands, all dudes, but like for once it was just like, oh, well, this is a breath of fresh air. Like. <laughs> I never see lineups with all men. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing an interview just for like a what's the scoop thing, like asking everyone to give a short thing. And one of it was like, um, what was your favourite part of the Australian punks? Like what era was your favourite? And a male friend of mine was saying how it was right now and it was mainly because he'd mainly been in grindcore and power violence and he'd just never, ever seen so many women. And he was like maybe in his 30s, late 30s. He'd never seen so many women apparent in the scene and I think across all genres it's at least in my short lifespan the most women I've ever seen like present across not just punk but lots of other things. Hello my name's Tallulah. How's your night going? Oh, it's really good. It's really, really nice to be somewhere that is predominantly full of 
amazing women yeah and a lot less dudes and the men who are here tend to be guests of the women who are here which is really nice and such a different vibe to what you usually get when you go see a band yep and it's so great to support something like the YWCA yeah definitely um does the space at the Tote feel different for you here tonight um it's usually one of the more inclusive venues but I feel it can only go so far unless you are actively inviting women and making sure that women feel welcome there by making sure there are a lot of really strong women on the list. I don't know what it's called on the lineup. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's predominantly women. Yeah. That's who's running the show tonight and it feels really, really good. I mean, do you feel like it's a bit of a special time for Melbourne right now with so many um, amazing bands and feminism being such a... I mean, I hesitate to say hot topic because it sounds flippant. It's prevalent. Like, it is, like, you know, it's there. Like, you can feel the change happening, and that's what I find really exciting. Like, feeling like your actions actually are impacting something and are making change. Um, Even if it's people, like, calling you, like, mean on the internet for calling them out, it's like, that's fine. As long as it, like, ends up changing something, that's okay. And, you know, I do really feel like that change is happening. You've been doing sound upstairs all night. <laughs> yes, yes, that is accurate. Thank you for doing sound for my band. You were very good. I appreciated it. My ears hurt. <laughs> my my ears also hurt, and I think you're really calm in a crisis, and I appreciate that about you. <laughs> Do you feel like it's a different experience mixing here tonight? Um, I feel like people are a lot happier to be here. Like This is a show that people really wanted to play, were really looking forward to. There's no one here who seems like they're like, oh, I've got to play a show. Yeah, it's like a bit of a special occasion feel or something. Yeah. You've been doing sound for a while now. I mean, do you feel like often in punk scenes or in regular environments there's less respect, I suppose, for women and gender non-conforming people who have those kind of skills? I mean, I guess I'm speaking as someone who doesn't really... Like, I don't really think I have those skills. I've kind of only ever done sound because someone's not shown up. And I can do sound because I've done that so many times, but I'd never put my hand up for anything. I think there's just like a confidence gap between telling someone, if you had told me this morning, oh, you're doing sound at the tote tonight, I would have called in sick. So I need to be like cornered very nicely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for filling in at the last minute. Um, I think there is really, though, that confidence gap uh, between, especially between men and women, like, men seem really willing to just be like, yeah, I'll do it, whatever, I can do that, yep, that's my formal title, and I guess one of the nice things about tonight is it doesn't feel like that kind of environment so much. Yeah, well, I think when I think about it, 
nearly all of the women I know who do sound or sound engineering or recording are formally trained. And when I think about the men that I know who do the same things, almost none of them are. So that idea of the confidence gap of needing, for like women and gender non-conforming people, feeling like we need training in order to put our hand up and say that this is what we are. Yeah, like you need a piece of paper to back you up or something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, I think in a similar vein, my friend and I were just talking about how there's some sort of new bands starting up in the punk scene at the moment and from people who have been around for a while and who haven't really played instruments very much so, like who've come to punk shows. And I just think it's really exciting um, when like women feel like they can actually do something, maybe, maybe when they don't have that piece of paper to back them up. Like. Yeah, I mean... For most of the last three years, the bands that I've been doing have been me pulling my friends out and being like, hey, I know you have a bass in your bedroom. You play bass in a band now. And, the, and them being like, no, I can't do that. And me just being like, you play bass in a band now. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome yeah. to the band. <laughs> Our first rehearsal will be on Tuesday. You will bring corn chips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's almost all we have time for on today's show, but if listeners are interested in finding out more about Rackoff, there's more information available online. Look us up on Facebook, that's YWCA Victoria. We're also mm-hmm. on Twitter and um, I go bananas on Instagram with all sorts of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And we've got a new website, www.ywca.net. We'll be posting some of the pictures from the photo booth at the event there, not all of them. <laughs> Uh Um, and (laughs) there's going to be a film a short film that was done at the event as well as some really amazing pictures Mm -hmm. so that'll all be up on the website very 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 soon yeah if not now joe also provided more information about how listeners can support ywca victoria uh, well, we're a member organisation. Obviously, we've been around for a super long time, but we rely on the support of our members. So full membership is teeny tiny for a year. And by doing that, you get to support these sorts of events as well as future ones that we'll be putting on. Women's housing, all of the programs that we do come out of those those fees pretty much. Um, we also have cheaper rates for unemployed and students and under-18s are free. So come on over, that would be fantastic. Before we finish this episode of Women on the Line, a special thanks to all of the bands whose music appears in this show. So in order of appearance, that's Pleasure Symbols, Two Steps on the Water, Deep Heat, Lucy Cliche, Masses and Beaches. More information about the content of today's show, including links to the bands that played the festival, can be found on the Women on the Line website at 3cr.org.au forward slash women on the line. And that's all for Women on the Line today. Women on the Line is Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs Program. It's produced and presented by a range of women broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. We greatly appreciate financial support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. We welcome your comments or thoughts on today's show, so send us an email to womenonthelinea at gmail.com or phone 3CR on 03 9419. 8377. Women on the Line programs can be downloaded from our website, 3cr.org.au forward slash women on the line. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by La Tigra. I'm Emma Hart. Hope you can tune in again next time. <laughs>